Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. What's going on down in Pine Ridge? Well... Mr. McGee of 79 Wistful Vista is chopping a hole in his living room wall. That's him over there in the corner with the hatchet, the chisel, and the eager expression. The lady there in the doorway with her arms full of bundles and her face full of horror is Mrs. McGee of Fibber McGee and Molly. Ah, now I'm getting someplace. Gee, what in the world are you... Oh. Put down that hatchet before you break a hole in the wall. Well, hi, Molly. I didn't hear you come in. Wait till you see what I'm doing, kiddo. What are you doing? And stop it. I, my dear, am putting in a wall safe. Now stand back so you don't get hit with flying plaster. A wall safe? Yep. Sitting right there on the floor, Tootsie. Look at it. McGee, now there are two things I don't need in my living room. Mm. One is a wall safe, and the other one is you with a hatchet. Mm. Put it down, will you? Look, we're going out to dinner tonight, remember? That's what you promised. Right, and for once in our life, we ain't going to worry about burglars. All our priceless possessions will be safely locked up in our safe. We've got priceless possessions? Why, certainly. What about my collection of streetcar transfers? <laughs> Including the rare green 1932 one with no holes in it from the Dugan's Lake line, which the conductor punched me instead of it when I wouldn't turn it in. All that should be handed down to posterity for sure, and the sooner the better. And don't forget the autograph I got from Dizzy O'Dell, the flagpole sitter. The only guy in his racket that ever painted himself red, white, and blue and come down to half-mast when his mother-in-law died. I forgot that. That would attract any burglar who specialized in hot autographs. Yeah, and how about our jewelry? What jewelry? Why, your string of genuine assimilated artificial pearls. Ones that cost me over 60 bucks to win them on the Elks Club punch board. (laughs) Or do you want to wear them to dinner tonight? No. When I go out to dinner, I like an oyster cocktail. Well, I mean... And when I wear those pearls, I always feel the oysters are sneering at me. Well, you can see how bad we need this wall safe, Molly. So stand back now so the plaster don't hit you. I always... Hold it, hatchet man. Come in. Oh, good morning, Dr. Gamble. Hello, my dear. And peekaboo to you, possum puss. (laughs) Hi, Bayfront. What are you doing with a hand axe, nuthead? Playing Indian again? He's putting in a wall safe, Doctor. Heaven help me. Oh, no. You're not planning to do a job like that by yourself. Why, certainly I'm going to do it by myself, you big septic. (laughs) What do you think them holes are over there where I picked the wrong spot? (laughs) You think mice did that? Well, don't you worry, Molly. You can get a room at the YWCA when your little one-man wrecking crew brings down the house. What are you talking about? Are you suggesting I can't do a simple job like this without tearing the house down? Do you remember the locker room at the Elks Club last week, my boy, when you decided to drive a nail in the wall to hang your clothes on? What happened, Doctor? Practically everything, Molly. He couldn't find a hammer, so he stuck the nail in a crack and belted it with a golf club. Mine, of course. I hit it, too. You certainly did. You drove it through the wall into the shower room where old man McDonald of the Third National Bank was taking a shower. Oh... 
Do any damage, Doctor? Well, the nail apparently went through just as McDonald stooped over to pick up a bar of soap. <laughs> It's made, uh, made quite a change in the old man's business method. Uh, how do you mean, Doctor? Well, he's the only banker in town these days who forecloses mortgages standing up. Go on, now. Well, I finally found the right place for the wall safe this time, Molly, right over the mantel here. Well, I'm glad you finally made up your mind. Yep. If you'd have chopped any more holes in this wall, the entire house would have crumbled around our ears. <laughs> Well, be it ever so crumbled, there's no place like home. <laughs> My gosh, don't you get it, kiddo? It's a pun on the well-known song that goes... Ain't you... funny, McGee. <laughs> Might have sounded funnier if I'd have sung it. Be it ever so crumbled... Come in. Oh, hello, Ollie. Well, hello, missus, and for you, a duplication, McGee. Hi, Ollie, I'm kind of busy here, so don't bother me now. Hey, if you're killing termites, McGee, the sharp edge of the hatchet don't work so good. No? Try the flat side. I'm not killing termites. I'm putting ourselves in a wall safe, boy. McGee, I tell you a hundred times, don't call me boy. Okay, I'm sorry. If I'm a boy, I waste a lot of time shaving. Okay. Always call a fella by his right age. Would you like it if I call you old man? Well, no, because... Well, you keep calling me boy and you won't live to be an old man. <laughs> okay, it won't happen again. I'll try to remind him, Ollie. See, how's all your family these days? Well, I hope. Well, I hope so, too, Mrs. <laughs> my boy lost the one in the Navy. He's home for a little vacation this week. Oh. He, he gets ten days, uh, uh... Leave? No, you just got here. Oh. He, he gets ten days vacation. Oh, I'll bet you were glad to see the lad. How is he? Oh, he's just fine, missus, only he limps a little. He got his foot stepped on by an army sergeant on manure. An army sergeant? On maneuvers with the fleet? No, Lars tried to maneuver between the sergeant and a big marine in the San Francisco dance hall. <laughs> oh, cutting up, huh? <laughs> yes, they was all yither-bugging, and the sergeant bugged when he should have yithered. <laughs> the lad is having fun. Uh, how did he like San Francisco? Oh, he gets a big kick out of it, missus. Yeah. Lars says the people in San Francisco treated him fine, too. They used to lean over backwards there. Yeah, to be nice to him, huh? No, to walk up those hills. Oh. Everybody leans over backwards, Lars says. <laughs> understand it's a wonderful town to eat in, too, Ole. They say the restaurant... Oh, Lars, he used whoops and hollers about the seafood out there, missus. Yeah? He ate down on Fisherman's Fort, where they baked the 50-pound salmon with all the vegetables cooked inside of it. Hmm. Stopped? Missus, he could hardly walk. <laughs> then he went into another place where they were serving a stewed crab that weighed 200 pounds. Oh, cut it out. A 200-pound crab. Ta-ta. McGee, was you ever on Lars's boat? Well, of course not. Then how do you know about Larson's captain weighs when he's stewed? So long, <laughs> Lars. Well, I better get back to work. Where's my hatchet? On the piano. Where's my plaster? What plaster? The plaster I'm going to plaster around the safe with when I get it in the... Oh, my gosh, I forgot to order any plaster. 
Give me the phone. I'll call the hardware store. Hello, operator. Give me the hardware store at 14th and... Oh, is that you, Mert? Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. How's every little thing, Mert? Is, eh? What's that, Mert? A little stranger at your sister's house. Ten pounds, eh? How sweet. What's the little one's name? They didn't ask him. This, this midget was selling peanut brittle from door to door, and they bought ten pounds. <laughs> What's that, Mert? Okay. Line's busy. I'll call later as soon as I finish this chopping on account of because I got to get Hello, this Hello, Wally. Hi, pal. Oh, it's Mr. Wilcox. Hello, Mr. Wilcox. Hi, Come Junior. In. Stand back so you don't get hit with flying plaster. Okay. And before you make any wise cracks about why am I chopping down the living room, I ain't. I'm putting in a wall safe to protect my valuables from burglars. Okay? Well, sure, pal, sure. I think you've got an absolutely right idea. Remind me to never speak to you again, Mr. Wilcox. <laughs> no, no. I mean, he's right in wanting to protect his valuables, Molly. My door. If any. I was talking to my uncle about that the other day out at his farm. Oh? Yeah, he's the one that heads the Cattlemen's Association. Oh? Oh? You've heard me mention him, big cowhead Wilcox. <laughs> he feels just like you do, pal, about protecting his valuables. Oh, he's got a wall safe, has he? No, oh. no. The things he has all of his money tied up in are... Things that won't fit in a safe very well. Well, such as what you mean? Well, Uncle Big Cowhead has everything tied up in livestock and in poultry, you see. Oh, yeah. Well, a cow in a safe would be kind of a tight fit. I can see that. Yeah, it'd be hard to milk. Yeah. Unhandy. You could hardly get in there with it. <laughs> he makes his livestock and his poultry pay off better because he protects them constantly against loss. Protects them, huh? What does he do? Keep them covered with a gun to keep out the wrestlers? No, no. He keeps them covered with Reynolds Lifetime Aluminum to keep out the heat of the sun. Ooh. Oh, ho, ho, what an opening. <laughs> Nothing takes the weight off livestock in the summer like heat, you see. Uh -huh. So by housing his livestock in aluminum barns, barns made of Reynolds Lifetime Aluminum roofing and siding, yeah. the wise farmer keeps that stock as much as 15 degrees cooler Ooh. and puts extra weight on them, which means extra money in the bank. Yeah, but about this wall safe... Like a lot know? of smart farmers. Uncle Big Cowhead realizes that cows give more milk, hens lay more eggs when they're kept cool and comfortable under aluminum. Yeah, but a hot hen that laid hard-boiled eggs would be quite a novelty, Junior. Did you ever have a hot hen that laid hard-boiled eggs? Be cute. Now, look. Look, you work better when you're cool and comfortable, don't you? Yeah, of course, but I never tried laying eggs, Junior. <laughs> oh, look who's talking. <laughs> Well, the big payoff for the farmer comes in avoiding that summer slump. Yeah. Because he gets more eggs and more milk and more weight on meat animals by housing them in aluminum barns. Barns made of Reynolds Lifetime Aluminum Roofing and Siding. Because you Hey, see... hey, hey, uh, Loomy. Yes, pal? Uh, must you go, Mr. Wilcox, right this minute? Yeah. Yes, Molly, I must. As the man in the restaurant said when the waiter asked him where he wanted the mint sauce, I'll take it on the lamb. <laughs> brother. Isn't that awful? No yeah. wonder he slammed the door so fast. He didn't want us to see him blush. Mm. Nothing makes that guy blush, kiddo. He's got more gall than Caesar divided into three parts. <laughs> well, let me see how this safe fits now. Let's see. Careful. Can you lift it all right? Yeah, I got... It ought to... Ah! Look at that! It fits! Fits right in the wall, Molly. How's it look? Awful. 
You just gonna let it sit in that big hole like oh, that? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm gonna neaten it up all right. As soon as I get the plaster. I'll have this baby looking so slick that you wouldn't... Come in. Oh, it's Mayor Latrivia. Hello, Mr. Mayor. Oh, hi, Latriv. Come in. Hello, Molly. McGee. How do you like my new safe, Homer? It's a wall safe. Is, uh, is that it? That's it, Mr. Mayor. Oh, I gotta fill in around with plaster and smooth it over, but there she is, boy. You got any valuable jewelry outside the hawk shop? You know, heirlooms and stuff like that there? Well, nothing of importance, no, no. no. My grandmother had some very fine pearls at one time, but my sister got oh, those. Oh, yes, your grandmother. She lived in England, didn't she? Yes, yes, she was quite prominent in Queen Victoria's day, Molly. Oh. Matter of fact, I have a picture of her taken at Westminster Abbey. She was a lady-in-waiting. Did the guy ever show up? Did who ever show up? Well, the man who left her waiting at the church, Mr. Yeah. Mayor. You said she was waiting in front of the abbey. Yeah, twiddling her pearls and pacing up and down in front of the church is a sad way to have your picture took on a uh, no, no, I'm afraid you didn't understand. Oh? My grandmother was not left waiting at the church. She was a lady-in-waiting at court. You see, there's quite a... Well, I don't blame her for having the law on him. Oh, sir. (laughs) The poor little thing. Yeah, she ought to haul him into court, boy. Any guy that jilts a girl's affections and leaves her with a cheap string of pearls that she probably made the down payment on herself... Just, 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 just just a minute here, please, please. I think we're off on three or four of the wrong feet already. (laughs) Now, A, they were not cheap pearls. B, she did not make the down payment herself. See, well, I'm grandma. glad he was gentleman enough to make the first payment, at least. Yeah. Maybe the lad... Uh, he didn't make a payment on the pearls, Molly. Yeah. There was no man involved in the waiting my grandmother did at all. No man? No, no. Oh, now, don't tell me she was waiting for the Robert E. Lee because Steve... Yeah, hold, hold, hold it, hold it, hold it. Please, please, let me finish. Oh, uh, pardon me. Yes. My grandmother was a lady-in-waiting to Queen Victoria. Yes. The lady-in-waiting is the Queen's personal attendant, you see. One of her duties is to hold up the Queen's train. Oh, my... well, that's different. Ah, oh, yeah, the Queen was waiting for a train, <laughs> McGee. And Grandma held it up so the Queen could catch it. <laughs> What'd she do, just flag it down with a string of pearls? Waving yeah. her... No, 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 she didn't. Or, uh, she... or did she just throw herself in front of the cow catcher? Uh, no, that's no, That's what I bet she done, Molly. Flang herself down on the tracks and dared the engineer to run over her because it's a federal offense. She didn't flang herself down on the flack at all. A flang the blank, flang, flang, flack at all. My grandmother never stopped a flame, a clapped a drain, train in her life. When I said she was a weighty and lady at port, a weighty at the port, short, snort, short, snort. I didn't say she was, you were the one. It was just a matter of, I was trying her, and you, and I'm, and I'm, McGee. Yes, Prince Albert? Uh, There's a new golf course just opened out beyond the city limits. I'd like to run you out there tomorrow in my car. Oh, gee, thanks, son. Uh, No thanks are necessary, McGee. I've always wanted to run you out of town. Good day. (laughs) Oh, I had a little reptile that I found down by the lake. He wrapped himself around my leg. He was a garter snake. (laughs) 
Oh, oh, uh, hey, Molly. Yes, dearie, how's it? McGee, what are you doing with my good cake server? Oh, is that what this is? I wondered where we got a sterling silver trowel. <laughs> Boy, I've been plastering in high style, Tootsie. So I see. I got the wall safe all set in nice and solid. And just in time, if I may say so. Yep. You've dropped enough plaster on the mantel and the hearth to put a ceiling on the Yankee outfield. Oh, well, I... And enough on yourself to roof the bleachers. Gee whiz, you can't do a job. Your hair looks like half an acre of tall grass with frost on it. Yeah, but gee whiz, Your Mom. ears look like two pork chops just out of the freezer. <laughs> and your eyes are... McGee, your eyes. I can't even see them for the plaster. Open your eyes. Look, Tootsie, relax. My eyes are around on this side. You're looking at the back of my head. <laughs> Well, now, if this is the way Uncle Dennis looked the night you said he came home plastered, I'm glad I was asleep. <laughs> now, if you're through admiring me, my dear, why don't you take a good look at our new wall safe? Looky there. See, that's not bad at all. I betcha. That's the way a wall safe looks, that's huh? it. Just a little iron door sticking out of the wall. Yep, that's it. As soon as the plaster dries good and I get a guy in to repaper the room, have the rug and the furniture cleaned... All I got to do is patch up them wrong holes I chopped in the wall, and presto, we're all set. <laughs> it's one of the longest prestos on record. <laughs> By the time we... Hold it, Tootsie Holton. Come in. Oh, it's the old timer. Hello there, kids. Hi, daughter. Hey, Johnny. Yeah? What happened? You look like you've been dipped in honey and dragged through a flour mill. No, no, I just been... What'd put... you do, daughter? Dip him in honey and drag him through a flour mill because you look oh, like... Oh, cut it out. I've been doing a little work, that's all. I just put in a wall safe. There, over the mantel. We need a wall safe, you know, like we need a case of hives. This is to keep valuable stuff in, old-timer. Money and papers and stuff like that. Where do you keep your valuables? My watch pocket, Johnny. Oh. Got a few sentimental heirlooms here, like, for instance, the first dollar Papa ever made. Oh. You have it? Yep. Spelling is kind of crude, and he drew Mr. Washington with a hat on, but it's the sentiment, daughter. <laughs> I'm pretty sentimental about money myself. And I always carry a picture of Mama with me, and here it is. Oh, your mother. Fine-looking woman. Yeah, yeah. She had a nice beard, didn't she? Oh, that's the wrong picture, kids. That's Charlie, the pet Airedale we used to have. Oh, I... <laughs> Wonderful dog. Papa used to say a dog was man's best friend. I've heard that. Papa wasn't the man, though. Hmm? Charlie bit him every time he seen him. <laughs> Hated the sight of Papa, but he sure liked the taste of him. <laughs> Must have got a little monotonous owning a dog that thought you were lunch, huh? Well, Papa always did love dumb animals, kids. Yeah. Only trouble was, Papa was dumber than Charlie. <laughs> I was telling my girlfriend, Bessie, about Papa last night. Bessie, I said. Say, we haven't seen Bessie for a while, you know. How is she? Just fine, daughter. She's a mighty cute girl, Bessie is. If you can call that a girl, which I do to keep from getting slugged. <laughs> I bet she has a temper, all right. Red-headed, isn't she? No, just your hair is red, daughter. Her head's kind of a bony color. <laughs> Heart, too. <laughs> you two have been going together for quite a while, haven't you? You ever think of getting married? Well, Johnny, Bessie does. Yeah? She says to me yesterday, Honey, she says, why don't we get married? Don't be silly, Bessie, I says. Who'd want to marry us? <laughs> Go on, kid. Go on. Well, I hope people can leave us alone now. I want to show you how this safe works, Mom. Are we still going out for dinner? You betcha we're going out for dinner. As soon as I stuff a few of my precious belongings into this little safe and show you how great it works, I'll go start getting cleaned up. Hand me my wallet with all my money there. 
Here you are. Good. In the safe it goes. See? Right. Now, I merely slam the door shut, thus. Give the knob a few fast twirls, hence. There, Tootsie. You couldn't blow that safe open with TNT. Wonderful. But how do you... Well, I'll go clean up now, and when we're ready to go out to dinner, we merely open her up, take my wallet out, slap her shut again, and off we go. Well, that's a good deal, dearie. Yeah. How do you open it? With a key? No, no, it's got a combination. Do you have the combination? (laughs) My dear, you ain't married to a dunce. Of course I got the combination. I didn't trust my memory either. I wrote it down on the back of my driver's license. Well... Good for you. Where's the driver's license? Ah, it's in my wallet, in the safe. In the safe? <laughs> oh, this is ridiculous. Why didn't somebody... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, tonight we salute more than 4,000 members of the National Rural Electric Cooperative Association who are in convention here in San Francisco. These are the men and women who brought the light to the farms of America. Today, this country's most modern homes are found on our farms. Hey, you remember the first day they got electricity on Uncle Sycamore's farm back home, Molly? (laughs) I'll never forget. Yeah, I won't either. Everybody was so happy about it. Remember when they turned on the current, how your uncle's face lit up? Like a Roman candle. (laughs) So would yours if you'd been standing with your thumb in a socket. (laughs) (laughs) It was shocking. Good night. Good night, Al. Wait.